More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, parenting puzzles. Parenthood can be puzzling. Whether you're raising littles or facing challenges in your relationship with your adult kids, we want to help you find grace-filled answers. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. They want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Everyone, you are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Parenting Puzzles. You know, the fact is, parenthood is puzzling for a lot of us at a lot of times. And whether you're raising littles or facing challenges in your relationship with your adult kids, it can be hard to put those pieces of that puzzle together. So we want to help you find the grace-filled, effective answers you're looking for. Give us a call. The number, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. I mean, Greg, you're absolutely right. You know, one of the things that, that on Momfidence, my, my podcast, Momfidence, which you can hear on any podcast app, but also is part of catholic hom they the conversation this past week was about exactly this and i did a, a very special podcast with our oldest daughter rachel isaac who happens to also be a pastoral counselor and and a mom and a mom <laughs> and we talked about just just this kind of thing where as parents we can hit a point, we'll wake up one morning and go, I got this. I finally figured out this stage. Everything is great. And then they change. The kids, you know, they grow. They develop another personality trait, another skill that we have to try to, you know, teach them to be safe about or use well. Uh, they, they're grumpier than we thought they should be. They get sick. Whatever that is, those moments of, I got this parenting thing down, can shift at a moment's notice and just hand us a new bunch of puzzle pieces and say, good luck, find out how to put this together. And we can feel off kilter. We can feel like we don't have the skills to deal with whatever the problem is that we're presented with in the moment. And I also think because the world is moving faster than it's ever moved it it makes it harder to take that breath and figure it all out so let us help you take that breath today and connect with god's grace and get some new skills and make this parenting thing easier because parenting at every age and stage challenges and stresses us like nothing 
else. So are you a new parent trying to figure out infancy and toddlerhood? Are you dealing with behavior problems with your school-age kids? Handling pushback from your teens? Navigating the challenges of a relationship with adult kids? The fact is, we never stop being parents, and we never stop dealing with the challenges that come with parenting. So let us help you find grace-filled ways to put the pieces of your parenting puzzles together. The number, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you can still send your questions in via email. And that email address is questions at more2liferadio.com. That's with the number two, questions at more2liferadio.com. Lisa, you mentioned uh, your Mompidens podcast, which is part of Catholic HOM, stands for Households on Mission, the Catholic HOM app, or catholichom.com. Um, tonight, we are actually hosting our monthly live Q&A for all of our Catholic Home subscribers. Uh, it's part of the subscription to Catholic HOM, and it's a, it's a time to get together with all the other families. It's my favorite time. Uh, to get support, to seek solutions, and share successes. And if you are a Catholic parent who is looking for resources, support, and a community of other families just like you who are really interested and committed to building a more loving, connected, and uh, caring Catholic family life, we would love to see you tonight. And all you got to do is uh, subscribe to Catholic Home, and uh, you'll get all the the, uh, the link is right there. It's, there's no registra- registration required. You just have to click the link and show up tonight and at 7 I, p.m. Eastern. 7 sorry. p.m. Eastern, click the link. Just register for that and click the link. But I love it because it's a time I almost feel like I just wish I can kind of like give everybody hors d'oeuvres and a you know, hot cup of something nice through the screen because it's really like that it's like having everybody over to our living room and just having a discussion about family life how to make it work everybody gets a chance to ask their questions we have a bit of a discussion about whatever topic the holy spirit's kind of prompting us to and then we have that conversation and a lot of times it's a little bit like this where we're sharing different ideas but other times it's other parents just supporting each other and saying hey this is what i did at this stage this is what i did with this problem and it gives us that wonderful community everyone who joins in without having to get out of your pajamas or leaving your house to go somewhere so join us tonight at 7 p.m eastern 6 central uh, at Catholic HOM. Uh, you can subscribe, uh, download the Catholic Home app or subscribe at CatholicHOM.com. The first month is absolutely free. Uh, you do need to put in payment information, but you are not charged for 30 days. So check it out, Catholic Home, and join us tonight for the live parenting Catholic Home Q&A at 7 p.m. Eastern. But we're taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825 about your parenting questions. You don't have to wait. You can call us right now. And as we said, you're a parent at every age and stage, and that includes your adult kids who come maybe with their kids. Because I think that I'm seeing a real trend, and a lot of parishes are talking about this as well, where grandparents are now being asked to help every day or lots of days of the week and you're becoming the primary caregivers. and you're becoming the primary caregivers and suddenly you're not just raising your grandkids or helping to but you also have to negotiate 
your children or your children-in-law's parenting style and how to make everybody happy and make it all work while you're trying to have your own life. So no matter what your stage is, whether you're brand new, just finding out that you're going to be a parent and you want to get it all settled in your mind and have the best skills or you've been doing this for a while and now you're doing it for a next generation or anywhere in between, give us a call today at 877-573-7822. That's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. What is that, you're asking? Well, a great question. <laughs> Basically, St. John Paul, when he was Pope, gave a series of reflections uh, every Wednesday for the over the course of about five years, where he suggested that we can discern God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships by prayerfully reflecting on God's design of creation, especially our bodies. The theology of the body reminds us that families are schools of love and virtue where we all learn to live life as a gift and that parents are the most important teachers in this school of love. Parenting is hard and it's tempting to just settle for getting through the day with our kids. But Catholic parents are called to do so much more. The theology of the body reminds us that parenting is actually one of the most important ministries in the church because it's the primary way the next generation of Christian disciples is formed. The world needs loving, responsible, godly people. And God has commissioned Catholic parents to give the world what it needs. And you know, that's a big job. It sure is. But the more we can approach parenting in a prayerful, thoughtful, intentional manner, the more we're able to fulfill our mission as Catholics to let God change the world through our families by raising that next generation of faithful, courageous, loving, responsible, godly men and women. Now, you know, none of us know how to do that perfectly. And no matter how well we think we were raised by our parents, fact is none of us are saints yet, and none of us knows how to raise a saint. And that's exactly what we're called to do. So we've all got a lot of growing to do. That's why every day, especially when we're struggling, we need to turn to our Heavenly Father and pray, Lord, teach me to be the parent you want me to be in this moment every day. And help me to respond to my kids in ways that will glorify you, help me be my best self, and bring out the best in my kids in every situation. Give me your love and your grace and let my kids experience your love and grace through me. And that's that's what we can do. We put ourselves at the feet of the Lord and ask him to teach us how to respond to each challenge we face. So what are the parenting puzzles you're dealing with? Whether you're raising littles or dealing with behavior problems uh, with your school-age kids or you're getting pushback from your teens or you're struggling in your relationship with your adult kids. We want to help you solve those parenting puzzles. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825 or... Tuning into the More to Life podcast, shoot your questions to us via email at questions at moretoliferadio.com. Let's take our concern. Lord, we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the Father, Father and the Son, Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we thank you for the gift of our children. But we recognize, Lord, that 
you're calling to us and asking us to grow by giving us the children you have. And so we ask you to help us to respond to your call and to learn what you are asking us to learn so that we can convey your love and your grace to all of our kids at every age and stage. Help us to have open hearts, humble and willing to learn how you want us to parent your children so that we can raise them to be healthy, whole, healed, godly people and, and carry your love and grace to the world. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name and of the, the Father, Father, the Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Parenting Puzzles. Yeah, the fact is parenthood can be puzzling. And whether you're raising littles or dealing with challenges that come with school-age kids or teens or adult kids, we want to help you find those grace-filled, effective answers and ways to put the puzzle pieces together. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Kathy, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Indiana. Hey there, Kathy. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Thank you. Um, well, um, I have four grown children, and um, my two girls live on the East Coast. My two boys live here. One of my girls is going to move home, and she has a real problem with me, and I don't know how to address it or how to... I've had different... Sorry, you said she's moving home? What, what, what are the circumstances of her moving home? Well, she and her husband have three little kids, and they've always wanted to move back to this area. Oh, so, I see. She, um, I thought you meant she was moving yeah. in with you. Oh, no, no. Well, she was okay. going to live in our house, but, but she's not now. They're, they've got a place okay. to live until they build their own. But, okay, so she and her husband are moving back to Indiana, and that's going to put you guys closer together. Right. And I okay. want to have a good relationship with her she has issues with me because from 40 years she's going to be 40 in may she has issues with me from that long ago because she had temper tantrums when she was a little kid and my pediatrician said lock her in her bedroom for one minute for each year of her age and she says that made her feel abandoned and i never should have done it and it kind okay. of insinuates I was a terrible parent, and I—I uh-huh. I mean, I—I apologize. I didn't mean to make her feel abandoned. I don't know. Can you feel abandoned at age two or three? Sure. I, I don't oh know. yeah, sure. Well, yeah, sure but, but I guess the question is, uh, how does how is it? What's coming up now? that's triggering this from her, right? Because, I mean, obviously, that's a long time ago. You've apologized for it. So well, how, why is this continuing to be an issue in your relationship with her today? Does she ever explain that? No, I have no. Well, she's got evidently other issues with me, too, but she won't talk about it. I have offered to go to counseling with her. She, in fact, I'm going to counseling with my youngest son about this, without her because she won't go with me um okay. I don't does she know that you does she know you're doing that i told her that um yeah okay. i told her i was going to and i invited her to come but she okay. said well i just can't wrap my head around going to counseling so i'm like okay <laughs> and i don't i just right. really don't know how to move forward i want 
I want to have a good relationship. I just don't know how to move forward. Sure. Let me ask you this. Uh, are there times where you guys get along better than other times? And what's the difference in those times? Oh, boy. Well, I feel like I'm always walking on eggshells. If I say the perfect thing, then we get along. If I say one thing wrong, then it's okay. like World War Three. So. Yeah, yeah. So so um, the reason I ask that is, is, well, a couple of reasons. So, so the, the thing about her saying, I'm not sure I can get my head around counseling, says to me that, that she she's somebody who, for whatever reason, um, doesn't feel like she has a lot of power in her life. And she's looking for someone to blame. Like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. You know, look, lots of times uh, adult kids have issues with the way we parented them. And, you know, we do the best that we can. And, and, the, and you, like you said, you, you apologize for things. And you said, I really never meant you to feel that way. Um, I'm happy to work through those things with you. And in a healthy relationship, the adult kid says, well, okay, you know, I'd be willing to, to, to try this and let's see where it goes, right? But, but that kind of response of, you know, like, even if she said, you know, mom, I just don't feel like we're in a place where we could do counseling, that, that would make more sense. But just, I don't, I can't wrap my head around being in counseling at all. You know, it says to me that she's not, she's not somebody who thinks that she needs to take responsibility for her peace in things, that she's looking for, you know, that it's easier for her to blame uh, than and, it is to take responsibility. And so, so and unfortunately, because she's intimidating you and it sounds like probably her siblings since her brother's willing to go into therapy with you to kind of help you through this sec- this whole thing and figure it out because everybody's walking on eggshells she's getting to manipulate everybody to do what she wants all the time and it's actually reinforcing all this. yeah so so i mean you know that the reason I'm just trying to set the stage for this, so so that doesn't mean you can't move forward, but what it, it does mean is that, yeah, that it sets you up to be walking on eggshells with her. So what I would suggest you do is two things. One, try to pay attention to what are those interactions that have gone better with her, just spontaneously. And I know that you said, you know, you, you somehow managed to say the right things, but but think about it, you know, in a bigger way. Like, are there certain contexts where she tends to get along better with you for example if you're out to dinner if you're out having fun doing something or you have something to focus on together as opposed to just you know being with each other and having to talk about stuff you know does she do better on the phone than she does in person or does she do better in this situation or that or does she do better when you talk about these things as opposed to those things try try to take stock of the differences that make the difference right in the relationship and 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 you want to try to focus on replicating as many of those those interactions as you possibly can because the more positive exchanges you have with her the more that enables her to kind of see where you're coming from and give you the benefit of the doubt the 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 uh the research kind of shows that the the you need to have 20 positive interactions to every negative or to every one negative one so you want to try to uh, in, in order for a relationship to be really healthy and rewarding so you want to try to get it up as close to that as you possibly can by by repeating those exchanges that have gone better if you do say the wrong thing, um, don't don't cower, right? But 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 say you know, listen. I, I sometimes I'm I'm going to say the wrong thing, or I'm going to come off badly, or you're not going to understand what I'm trying to say. If that happens, could you just let me know and and ask me to clarify? Uh, and I'm I'm happy to either apologize or clarify. But I, I do tend to feel like I'm walking on eggshells, and I really I don't like to feel that way around you because I love you and I'd like to have a good relationship with you. So and could, you're could we an adult. That differently, you're an adult. I'm an adult. Let's speak to each other respectfully and work these things out. You, know, don't, you don't have to come at me 
I'm here to try to work through this and have a better relationship. I understand you're hurt, and I understand you're frustrated, but I'm not your enemy. And and let's work it out together. You know, if I do step in it, if I say the wrong thing, if I, you know, offend you in some way, you know, I, I'll 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 either I really appreciate the chance to clarify that, or, or I can apologize for it. Either way, but just just let me know, and I promise we can work through it together. Okay, you know, so you give her a healthy way to challenge you. Um, in those times when you do say the wrong thing uh, or step in it or she gets upset with you. So, so, so focus on those two things for now. Really take stock of the interactions that have gone better for whatever reason. Try to do more of that and give her a healthy way to confront you when she does get upset about something. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. You might want to check out our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Her Adult Sons and Daughters as well. That's also available at catholiccounselors.com. So, Kathy, thanks so much for the call. And we are taking a break, but when we come back, we're taking more of your questions about parenting puzzles today on More to Life. Whether you are just starting out and trying to figure out how to deal with infants and toddlers or you're handling behavior problems with your school age kids or pushback from your teens or like Kathy you're negotiating the challenges of a relationship with an adult kid we are here for you 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 more to life will continue with your calls right after the break the wisdom of Mother Angelica. The devil will always do his best to tempt you into sin until you get to that place where you love sin. That's what he wants. He wants you down there with him. And not because he loves you, he hates you. When you do what the enemy tempts you to do, he does it out of pure hatred. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, the show is titled Parenting Puzzles. And uh, every stage of parenting is challenging, whether you're a new parent trying to figure out infancy and toddlerhood, or you're dealing with behavior problems from your school-age kid, 
handling pushback from your teens, or navigating a challenge with your adult kids, we want to help you put the pieces of those puzzles together. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. A little earlier, we were talking about tonight's live Q&A that we're hosting for our Catholic Home subscribers. That's Catholic H-O-M. It stands for Households on Mission. You can learn more about that by downloading the Catholic H-O-M app or going to CatholicHOM.com. We'd love to have you join us tonight. It's free for subscribers to Catholic Home. Um, but one of the things that, that came up on the uh, discussions that we were hosting this week on Catholic Home was a question about when behavior problems aren't behavior problems. One of our subscribers was sharing that her 15-year-old has been using weed, and uh, you know she, she she addressed it with him, and she said, you know, I, we took away his phone and we talked to him about it, uh, and it seemed to get better. But now we just recently discovered that he was vaping and uh, and he was using marijuana through through his vape, um, and so you know what do we do now? And you know we we get questions like this regularly on the show and the counseling practice, um, where parents we we have a tendency to treat every problem with our kids as if it was a behavior problem, and there are lots of behavior problems that aren't, uh, and this was a good example of one. But but you know behavior problems tend to be those kinds of things like you know my kid forgot to pick up his socks or uh, you know my my I taught my child to do this and they have consistently done it in the past but for whatever reason they've been forgetful or neglectful of doing the thing now. That's a behavior problem that you can address with simple correction or or logical consequences. But if you have tried that and the logical consequences aren't working or the simple corrections aren't working, more of the same isn't going to do any good. And the chances are it's not a behavior problem. It's probably either a skill problem where the kid doesn't either know how to do the thing or doesn't know how to do it in this context, or it could be an emotional, relational, or mental health problem, in which case it's time to start seeking some professional help to figure out what to do next. But unfortunately, what I do see too often is parents kind of applying more and more and more consequences because, you know, they think that, well, this is a behavior problem and it should just go away if I just pile on the stuff. In the case of the, of the, of the person I was just telling you about, you know, where the, you know, the, the mom has a 15-year-old who's, who's starting to use weed and, you know, isn't responding to taking away the phone, the more you punish a kid for that, the more that behavior goes underground. And because, as we were talking about yes, on yesterday's show, addictions are all about avoidance and, and trying to escape stress, the more you stress a kid out for doing those things, the more they tend to do those inappropriate things as a way of managing the stress that you're putting them through. So be careful. You know, maybe it's not a behavior problem. And if you're here listening to this and you're thinking, well, you know, I, I kind of thought maybe that's what it was, and now I'm not sure. Well, give us a call. The number, 877 7825. It's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your questions about parenting today in just a minute. Stick around. How does man fulfill his vocation? Through life in the Holy Spirit, the Catechism tells us. This life is made up of divine charity and human solidarity and is offered as salvation. Man's great dignity is rooted in his creation in the image and likeness of God. It is fulfilled in his vocation to divine beatitude. It is by our own actions, doing good and avoiding evil, freely chosen acts, that man conforms to the good promised by God. Human beings make their own contribution to their own interior growth, the Catechism tells us. 
With the help of grace, man can avoid sin and grow in virtue. It is Christ who reveals the mystery of the Father and his love for man, thus making man fully manifest to himself and bringing to light his exalted vocation. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Right now, as you know, America, Catholic Church, really the Western world, is being shaken. But let me read this passage. Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 25, we'll go to 29. The writer to the Hebrews says, His voice shook the earth at that time, but now he has promised, I will once more shake not only the earth, but heaven. And that phrase, once more, points to the removal of shaken created things so that what is unshaken may remain. We realize that nothing is fixed. Everything seems to be in flux. And that's the, why God's people need to be immersed in Scripture because there we come across the unchangeable and the unshakable God. Cresta in the Afternoon with Al Cresta for Eastern on EWTN Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. When a close friend does something to offend you, do you usually assume they meant to be mean? Or instead, do you assume the offense was unintentional? Well, research finds that happily married couples tend to give each other the benefit of the doubt, an outlook that relationship experts call a positive intention frame, because it involves framing offensive actions in the best possible light. These couples assume that most of their spouse's offensive actions stem from miscommunication or misunderstanding, not from bad intentions. Now, having a positive intention frame doesn't mean excusing offensive behavior. Happy couples address bad behavior directly, but they do it in a way that assumes the best about their spouse and lets them save face. Instead of criticizing their spouse, they might complain about the spouse's behavior. See the difference? Criticisms frame the person as the problem. Complaints frame the behavior as the problem. When a couple consistently adopts this attitude about each other, it makes it easier for them to bring up issues, and more likely that those issues can be resolved with a minimum of drama. Get more tips for nurturing a happy marriage in our book, For Better Forever, A Catholic Guide to Lifelong Marriage, or if you'd like more personalized, faith-filled help, visit catholiccounselors.com. We're so glad to be with you today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Parenting Puzzles, as we talk about all the challenges we face at every age and stage of parenting, whether you're a new parent trying to figure out infancy and toddlerhood, or you're dealing with behavior problems with your school-age kids, or handling pushback from your teens, navigating the challenges of a relationship with your adult kids. The fact is... We never stop being parents, and we never stop dealing with the challenges that come with parenting. So let us help you find grace-filled ways to put the pieces of your parenting puzzles together. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Elizabeth, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Dallas, Texas, on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to More to Life. What's going Hi, on? Hi, Good morning. Good morning. Thank you guys for your show and for your topic today. Certainly. Um, what can we do for you? Um, to kind of get advice on how to deal with, like, the pressures from society of, like, having 
a bigger family or having a family when you're young. Uh, I'm 24, and I have a three, two, one-year-old, and I have another one on the way. And okay. believe it or not, my husband and I are having a great time. Like We're so happy. We're so blessed. And Good for you. Best as we can. Um, and although nobody has told us, like, outright, like, you guys are crazy, I definitely, like, we constantly get, like, snipe comments. Um, from like, from whom, Elizabeth? Because that's gonna yeah. that's gonna make a big difference here. Is it just random so, people in the grocery store, or is it like your family? That what's going on? So I would say like the the random comments hurt a lot less, <laughs> but um, sure. from like our closer friends or like not not our like immediate family. Like I'd say both of our parents are really happy for us. Um, that's but, like, great. Our, farther family like aunts uncles cousins um they're usually the ones that are kind of like convinced like this one's going to be your last one right or you know like just like little comments and it feels like very um i guess like inappropriate you know or like an intimate thing that sure. like, other people shouldn't be talking about and are they just, are these people that you see occasionally, so they're just making those comments as, like, filler conversation, or has somebody actually, like, been very direct with you that you see all the time and been like, you're out of your mind, or something like that? Yeah, yeah it definitely means more to just being, like, conversational. Like, these are not people we see regularly. Yeah. Um, I do know it gets under my husband's skin, though, like... <laughs> Especially because they're kind of all directed at him, like this is all his fault. <laughs> and um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, guess, wow. I don't know how to just kind of like in a nice way. Like we, we usually have kind of like canned responses ready. Like people will say, you have your hands full. And we always say like, well, our hearts are fuller um, or things like that. But like, I don't really want to be yeah. uh, negative either in responding to family and friends. Yeah. But um, I don't know how to be more charitable about this or like not let it get to me. Yeah, no, no, good, good for you. First I, I, of all, let us commend you on your joy, on your openness to this, on the fact that you and your husband are having a great time with it. That is beautiful, and that's going to that's gonna shine out more than anything else to anybody. And that means when people see you in the grocery store or, you know, hanging out with your kids at a park or whatever, you're going to be... You're going to be blessing people you don't even realize you're blessing. Unfortunately, especially with, you know, more distant relatives, sometimes people think this is just conversation well, and it's even, obnoxious. Even, you know, just friends or whatever. Everybody has an opinion about how everybody else lives, and that's, that's, that's just part of it. But, but let me, you know, let me suggest to you, I think this is an opportunity to witness. Um, and, and, you know, n not every opportunity is. I mean, sometimes you have 30 seconds and, you know, whatever. And maybe, I do but. think a lot of what you're calling your canned responses are part of that. But, you know. But I, I, I would say, um, without putting people on the spot or making them defensive, I think it's okay to say, you know, when I hear people make comments like that, it says to me that they have some concerns. And I'd really rather you just ask me your question. You know, what, what, you know, what are you worried about? You know what? What do you? What is it? What is? What is my life? What does my family make you concerned about? Help me. Help me understand, because I'd love to be able to speak to that if you're really interested. 
And and either they'll say, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm just, and then they'll go away and they'll not bother you anymore. Or they actually will say, well, you know, I just feel like your husband's putting all this pressure on you or whatever. And you can say, well, no, I, we're really in this together and we love this. Or you can say, well, I just don't know how you could possibly enjoy it. And then you can say, well, we really enjoy you know this way, that. But I think, you know, not being defensive and just saying, you know, when, when people say things like that, it just usually means they've got some concerns or questions about our family. And I, I'd really just love it if you'd ask me, you know, what's going on? What, what are you concerned about? And just give them a chance to approach you directly and honestly so that you can, you know, witness to them. It's a little hard to do that. But if you kind of practice that ahead of time and realize that, you know, behind those snide comments is a, is a fear, is a wound, is a question... And you have an opportunity, the Holy Spirit's giving you an opportunity to, to minister to that wound or address that question or, or kind of quell that concern. It can help you really appreciate are to the world and, and your witness. You kind of challenge those folks in a more loving way and open up those lines of communication so that you know they can really receive the witness that you're giving. The other couple of things that I want to say, Elizabeth, is before you go to an event where there's going to be an extended family situation, you know, whether that's a once a week thing or a holiday thing, whatever that is, make sure you and your husband take a few minutes to pray together before you go. And just ask the Holy Spirit to be with you, to protect you, to shield you from some of that stuff, but also to have the right spirit about it, have the right answers as they come, and just put you in a place where the two of you are together on it and, and walking with God in the whole thing. Really bringing the Lord with you on those those moments of big family time. And if, if there's a particular person that's just really obnoxious in the family, it's okay to say, hey, I really appreciate you mean well, but we got this, and let's not talk about it. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, and it's okay to draw those lines. It um, is. But but I would say first, try to give them that, that, that open way, that, that healthier way to ask whatever questions they've got of you. So um, this way, you know, you, you can address those concerns and, and hopefully move forward with that. Listen, um, one last thing I'll, I'll offer you. Um, our, our Catholic home community, catholichom.com, or download the Catholic HOM app, that is a place where you're going to get support mm-hmm. and love and, uh, you know, all the resources and encouragement and uh, professional support, too, that you might need to really keep up uh, this 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 good spirit and uh, you know really build that loving canary loving caring connected Catholic household. If you check Over it out, time, yeah. not just we we don't just have great resources on there. Our whole team of pastoral counselors is there answering parents' questions every day, and just helping Catholic moms and dads feel confident as they're raising their faithful, loving Catholic family. And so because, check it out. Because it's such a wonderful community, I think you, Elizabeth, can be such a light to a lot of other families who just maybe need some friend to walk alongside of them and say, hey, I'm doing this too, and we can do this together, and it's okay to be a Catholic family in whatever configuration that is, and we can support each other through it. So you'd be very welcome over at CatholicHOM.com. Yeah, so download the Catholic HOM app or go to CatholicHOM.com and sign up. We hope to be to see you tonight at the live Catholic Home Q&A oh, that, that Lisa fun. and I are hosting at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Check it out. But and thanks I, so much for calling in. I want to say, because, you know, Elizabeth's saying I've got all these littles, 
people with with kids have their kids right there on the Zoom call. They're hanging out. Sometimes we even talk to the kids, so it's not like you have to make sure everybody's in bed yeah, or no, like you know taken care of. It is a big Catholic family place, and kids are part of that, right? So. That's they're welcome there as well. Check it out. Thanks for the call, Elizabeth. God bless you. God bless your witness. God bless your family. And if there's anything we can do to support you here, don't hesitate to call us back. If you'd like uh, to be part of the Catholic Home Community, we'd love to have you there. It'd be fantastic. All right. Thanks for your beautiful witness. 877-573-7825. Our show today is titled Parenting Puzzles. As we talk about all those challenging things we face as parents, whether it's Try to figure out infancy and toddlerhood as a new parent or dealing with behavior problems from our school-age kids or handling pushback, uh, either in our faith or rules from our teens, or navigating the challenges of a relationship with our adult kids. The fact is, never stop parenting. We never stop dealing with the challenges that come with parenting. And we want to help you find grace-filled ways to put the pieces of your parenting puzzles back together. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. If you're listening to the podcast, you can still get us your questions via email. That address, questions at more2liferadio.com. That's with the number two, questions at more2liferadio.com. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Jesus said, let the children come to me and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. You know, I, I chose this verse today because I just thought it's always great to have that reminder of, of the importance of bringing our children to the Lord, not just by taking them to Mass, uh, not just by sending them to Catholic schools, although those, those things are really, really important. I mean, Mass is the summit and source of our faith, right? Um, but every day, you know, bringing our kids to God. and At whatever age and stage they're at. And, and asking God to teach us to be the parents he needs us to be, to be the parents that can share his love and grace with our kids by helping our kids find the language to express their concerns to God and, and to ask his help in, in the challenges they're facing in their life or the, the, to celebrate the blessings that he's brought to their life every day. You know, we bring our children, let's bring our children to the Lord every day in our homes and let them experience God in a personal relationship uh, so that they can really see how much he cares about them just as Jesus said he does in Matthew 19, 14, when he asked us to let the little children come to him. We are taking your calls about parenting today on More to Life, whether you're talking, we're talking about parenting littles, school-age kids, teens, or adult kids. We want to help you put those parenting puzzles back together again. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. We'll continue with your Questions coming up right after the break. Stick around. Maybe you've been hearing a lot about the need to make a spiritual communion while participating from home in a live-streamed or broadcast Mass. There's more to it than reciting the act of spiritual communion. We should begin by having sincere repentance for our sins and affirming our belief that Christ's death redeemed us. Next, we call to mind the spiritual gifts found in Christ's sacrifice and thank God earnestly for them. Now we are disposed to pray the traditional prayer of spiritual communion. Jesus, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. There was a big story about this Catholic college saying, oh, we are going to open our doors to anyone who identifies as a woman. 
So a male student coming in, but if he calls himself a woman, that's fine. This is all about diversity and equality. This is a Catholic women's college. And so, thanks be to God, there was a lot of pushback. And guess what? The school rescinded. How important it is not to give up and to remember that we can and should respectfully, always with love, express our concerns. It doesn't matter. The victory is up to God. But sometimes we do see that success in the victories, as is the case with St. Mary's College. who says now it needs to go back to its roots and get a deeper understanding of what it means to be a Catholic college for women. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. CMF Curo is a Catholic health care ministry providing families nationwide with a better solution centered around whole health, spirit, mind, and body. Our members share their medical burdens within a faith-filled community. At CMF Curo, our members have access to a spiritual director, concierge services, and other health and spiritual resources. Find out if CMF Curo is a better solution for your family. Visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, we're talking about parenting on our show titled Parenting Puzzles. And the fact is, parenthood can be puzzling a lot of the time. (laughs) And whether you're raising littles or you're facing challenges in your relationship with your adult kids or anything in between, it can be hard to put those pieces of that parenting puzzle together. So we want to help you find the grace-filled, effective answers you're looking for. Give us a call. The number, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. You can also shoot us your questions. If you're listening to the podcast... Email us, the address, questions at more2liferadio.com. Greg, we have a question here from Maria, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Pennsylvania. And she said, I discovered that my 14-year-old son is looking at inappropriate content online. He says all the girl guys at school are into it. I asked the school counselor for advice, and he said, it's just normal at this age, and I shouldn't stress about it. I don't know what to do. Well, thank you so much for the question, Maria. And it is a, it is a common problem, certainly. And, you know, the Internet has made it even more common than ever. Um, you know, I was talking before about, you know, not all behavior pro- not all problems are behavior problems. And this is a good example of that. Because if you just punish him for this, it's not really teaching him how to think about women, how to think about his body, how to think about his emerging sexuality. Uh, and he needs, he needs real mentoring. In all of those things, and you and your this is an opportunity for you and your husband um, to really recognize that he's becoming a young man, um, that he's becoming interested in girls, and to really talk about how a Christian can approach all of those things. We talk about this a lot in our book, Beyond the Birds and the Bees: Raising Sexually Whole and Holy Kids, and it takes a developmental approach. Um, so you know, sometimes we'll get comments from parents, and we do talks, and say, "Oh, thank heavens, I don't need that book yet. I only have a six-year-old, or I only have a six-month-old." But, but we talk to parents in the book about you know what questions or conversations we need to be having with our kids from toddlerhood on, all the way up through young adulthood. Uh, and so you know, in the book, one of the things we really talk about there is is just 
recognizing, you know, acknowledging to him that, you know, this is, this is wrong, but let's talk about why it's wrong. And let's, and more importantly, let's talk about what it means that, that you're in a stage where you're curious about your body, about women, about sex, about all those things. And that's okay to have those questions. Um, but let's talk about what it means to be a young man and why God gave us our body. And let's talk about, um, you know, what it means to treat a woman with respect and, and how, you know, and let's talk about how to deal with these, these feelings that you're having too. And this isn't just going to be one big quest, you know, I'm, I'm saying this like it's going to be like this one, one big, big conversation. conversation I'm, saying, over I'm fixed, saying that, you know, right? this is a, this is some, this is a conversation that's going to evolve over weeks and actually over the rest of his life. Yeah, really. you're going to be discipling him through all the points of, Really, you know, what Jesus taught us about respecting each other and loving each other, what the theology of the body teaches us about the dignity of the human person, and, and really being very clear to him that even because these are just images that he's seeing does not mean that's not another human person that is being used and, and degraded in some way, and that this is not going to make him feel like his best most whole self either if he continues to pursue this kind of thing you know the 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 way that a lot of parents respond to this is like you know don't do that and then they put you know kind of some some filter filter on their internet or whatever and that's fine i mean that that's fine as far as it goes but that doesn't solve the problem well the real problem here is that, that we've got a lot of young men you know, not just your guy here, but 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 all of our other listeners with 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 kids this age. We've got a lot of young men, especially who need mentoring, who aren't getting it, who are just being told, "Don't do that." Um, and and we need to do better because, especially in this in this culture, um, our kids are just flooded with 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 images, not just pornography, but 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 sexual attitudes, the music, all of it. It's it's all the, and if we're not teaching them. A Christian view of the person, of the body, of sexuality, of, of relationship, then then they're going to follow those scripts instead of really understanding how to relate to that in a different way. So the, I'm, I'm not giving you a specific answer because th- there isn't one thing to do about this. I'm trying to re- reorient the way you're thinking about it so that you can take this in a different direction altogether. And, and so I'm going to really encourage you to, yes, sit down with him and say, you know, I'm really I'm really disappointed that that you know you were looking at these things, but I also understand you know what it means, and that you're at a place where you've got a lot of questions, and and you know your dad and I really want to help you through this time, so we're gonna you know be spending some time, you know, say maybe your 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 husband takes him out for lunch every Saturday, or you know you guys sit down over dinner and you're talking about these things together as family if that if that's appropriate for the family that you've got uh, you know but you're making regular time to just talk not specifically about this but just about him and what's going on in his life and how he's feeling about stuff and how he's feeling about girls and what he's thinking about himself and and giving him a chance to talk to you about these things so that you can minister to him now in beyond the birds and the bees we talk about eight qualities. Um, that a young person, or that any person, has to develop in order to have a healthy sexuality, and and I want you to go through those eight qualities um, and and really look at, and they don't all relate specifically to sexuality. They're, they're things like responsibility, they're things like faith, they're things like uh, the ability to express emotions. That you know, and, and and look at all those things and and see what do you need to help him cultivate in those eight qualities. 
Um, because sexuality, the catechism tells us, is it represents the intimate core of the person. And so if there are deficits in any part of those eight qualities, we're going to see them playing out in an unhealthy sexuality. So, you know, the more we as parents understand the broader question here and help our kids develop those eight virtues, um, the, the more we're helping them have a, a healthy sexuality and, and be able to resist the pressure that the culture puts them on. Um, so, so check out that resource as a next step. And if you have other questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us here. I will say this is something that we do talk about regularly on Catholic HOM, Catholic Home, Households on Mission. So if you'd like ongoing support there, as I said, we don't just provide uh, static resources like our, our podcasts and uh, our, our monthly downloadables, but our whole team of pastoral counselors is on the app every day responding to questions and helping support parents through these kinds of things on an ongoing basis. So check it out catholichom.com or download the Catholic HOM app the first month's free. Check it out. Well, thank you so much for the question, Mary. And if, again, if there's Maria. more... Uh, Maria, excuse me. <laughs> if okay. there's more that we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here again. We have a question also from Laura, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Nebraska, and she said, what do I do when my 12-year-old son pitches a fit? He's becoming more and more emotional, and when I set any limits or require him to do any chores, he gets so angry it makes me feel intimidated, and I just don't know what to do. Okay, thank you so much. And I'm sorry, the name? Yeah. Laura, Laura in Nebraska. Thank you, Laura. Um, so um, a 12-year-old shouldn't be pitching those kinds of fits. That's more common for much younger children. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't fix it. Uh, it, uh, it does mean that you want to treat this in, well, in two ways. First of all, you can let him know if, you have, if he has frustrations, if, he has, you know, uh, if he's upset about something. There are appropriate ways he can express that to you. Um, try to help him in the moment to calm down and say, listen, I get that you're upset, but you can't talk to me like that. Could you just please say that over again more respectfully? If he's not able to, then at that point, a timeout would be appropriate. But it's not just send him to his room for 12 minutes and then let him come out when he when he wants to. It's send him to his room for those 12 minutes. Then you come in and, and check on him. Hon, are you ready to talk to me respectfully? Or you, do you know how to, or, or, you know, do we need to give you another 12 minutes? Uh, when he is calm enough to talk to you, don't let him out yet. Go through those four steps. We talk about this in parenting your teens and tweens with grace. First step is ask him, you know, why he's there. You know, does he understand why you had to put him there? Number two, uh, you need to get him a real, a real apology from him. You know, not just sorry, but, but actually, you know, I'm sorry, Mom. Um, three, you need to talk about, well, let's talk about if you had to do it over again, what would you do differently? You know, and don't just say, don't, don't just have him say, I should say, yes, Mom, and do the thing. I mean, but but ha talk him through. Like, look, yes, I want you to do the thing. You have to do the thing. But if you were frustrated with me or upset about the thing, how could you express that to me in a way that would be respectful? Let's talk about that. And then number four, actually rehearse it with him. Um, and, and you know, make him say the words and in the tone that you need him to say it in. He's not ready to come out of time out unless he's able to do those four things, by the way. Uh, and we talk about this more in Parenting Your Teens and Tweens with Grace, so check that out. But the point is, um, he still has to, when he comes out of the timeout, he still has to do the thing you asked him to do in the first place, by the way. But that whole process is to get him to calm down enough to learn how to deal with his feelings in respectful ways and express himself appropriately, not just to punish him for not you know, immediately saying yes, ma'am. All right, so, so we talk about this more in Parenting Your Teens and Tweens with Grace, walk through those steps in, of, a, of a proper timeout that actually teaches kids what to do. So rather than just trying to handle it on the fly as you are or just shut down the, the, the disrespectful behavior, let's teach him what to do. And if you have more questions about that, check out the book, Parenting Your Teens and Tweens with Grace. 
uh, ages 11 to 18. That's available at catholiccounselors.com. And again, these are the kinds of questions we deal with every day at catholichom.com or on the Catholic HOM app. Check that out as well. And folks, I hope that you'll join us tonight for the Catholic Home Live Q&A, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. We'll be talking about getting support, seeking solutions, and celebrating successes in building strong Catholic families. Check it out, catholichom.com or download the Catholic HOM app. And we'll see you tonight. God bless. Get out there and celebrate the life God has for you because with His grace, there really is so much more to life. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.